It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the what's, Grown what's going on? Podcast. What's happening? We back. What's happening, man? We're back in business. Back on the back in the saddle. We on the map. What's good? How you doing? Hey, man, chilling, brother. Chilling, chilling, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Last week was a crazy week. You know, had some ups and downs. But, you know, brother got professionally published for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's what's up. Congrats on that, my brother. Hey man, no doubt. You know, and then no, we got our. Should we should we talk about should we talk about the other news, man, for pertaining to the podcast? Or should we give them a little oh, yeah, teaser? Man. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And all talk right, it so on, you know, all right, man. So we got the. So we are switching to a network form soon. We are going to have more shows on here besides just the Grown Manish podcast. We will have the group chat show, Grown Manish. We have a women's show that's coming that we're really excited for. You know, we got the boxing no smooth jab show. We got the perfect plex pod coming. So we, you know, we got Shout a lot of hot stuff. Jab. Shout out to perfect plex, yes sir. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. So we personal smooth jab is on Spotify, but you know you'll be able to get all your yeah, all the heat all from the all from the uh, from where we change our, our feed name. So we're definitely excited about that. So you know that look on be on the lookout, and hopefully by the by the end of summer, y'all uh, everything will change. You'll still be able to get all your content. You'll just get actually you get more content, so you'll be getting three or four shows. You get more content. Yeah, you know, all for free ninety nine. So you know what I'm saying? Support if y'all want to show love. Support Black Podcast. We're independent, black owned, and we're rider rider. To quote the prophet, and by you know, Percy it. Miller. <laughs> but man, before we get into this, Jake, hey yeah. man, let me ask you this, bro. You know, you and I were talking off air, right? about different things going on in, in, in the workplace. You told me about a situation. I said that people should be able to fight in the workplace in a sanctioned environment because I asked for to definitely change you getting a saucy-ass email. All right? right. So I'm reading, this, so I'm reading this little story in Atlanta, and, and the HR person got stabbed with a pen and put in a headlock because they, they said they told an employee that they were going to have to owe $500 because the tablet was broken. Now you you we both improved in leadership positions and and human resources and other things. So what do you do in that situation if the person's angry and they pick up and then you know they want to get physical with you? Do you defend yourself? Do you hit the button under your desk, or what? what do you do? <laughs> I think I think I think you uh, be, being an individual who works in that uh, that type of environment every single day. Um, Meaning, when I say that type of environment, I work in healthcare. I'm a healthcare provider, but I also work in HR every day, and um, that is something that is a very real risk. You know, it's very real out there. So when I read this story, I, I remember you sending it to me and um, reading over it, and was like, man, that that is something that actually happens. So we, um, you are taught, and and you are, or you go through different types of training to, you know, try to position yourself in the room try to make sure that you limit things. So, you know, if, if, like I said, this individual obviously got stabbed with a pen. So, I mean, you typically are trying, you try to have one, maybe two uh, items like that in the room just for those volatile situations. But you try to assess the situation before you even have that meeting um, so that you can, you know, if you need to have a witness or security or someone else there, 
uh, because the individual is potentially going to be volatile. You you kind of do that, but in the in the uh, in the event that you are actually being physically assaulted, you have no choice but to defend yourself. And there are panic buttons in certain rooms and um, things that you can do. But at that point in time, you have no choice but to defend yourself. So you know if 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 it's a scenario that, that escalates very quickly and someone has has hit me or, or, or trying to stab me or something like that. I mean, I have no choice but to defend myself and, and under the under the law, you know, you're not going to be held liable, you know, for, for defending yourself or trying to keep yourself alive. So Well let me um, let me ask is, you but this. That is, but that is a that is a crazy situation though, man, to read just reading that story. Let me ask you this, man. So when the she when the person got put in the hell, like I think it was woman on woman, right? So do you think mm-hmm. it was like that Ted DiBiase like before the sleeper hold headlock or was it like the side <laughs> headlock where you like smack where you like smack somebody's oh. back and like throw them into the ring rope or was it like a real tight headlock or was it like that headlock that uh, Nolan Ryan threw on Robin Ventura before he snuffed him out with the six piece? That's what I'm care. I mean, yeah, so- I wanted to get into the devils in the details and somebody got their ass whooped. I want to know about it. Oh yeah, so I, I'm I'm going to give y'all a little bit of taste of the Perfect Plex podcast. So I'm I'm going to say that it was probably that side headlock where you where you get them in the side headlock and you looking to kind of whip the body over so that you can get them on the ground and kind of have like a half mount. No, you know that that sort of thing. So um, I, I'm that that's what I envisioned when I was reading the story. But the fact that someone actually you know she got stabbed with the pen. Um, I was wondering, like, okay, I, I don't remember if it's stated, but, like, how many times did this happen? Was it, you know, in the hand or something like that? I just kind of was wondering what the angling and all that what type of was. So you're right. The, uh, the the details do play a lot or play a major part in a story like that. Yeah, man. So let's – so that's so that definitely – if y'all anybody knows that, that hit us up, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my cousin. He's living down in Atlanta, so I'm going to have to try to reach out to him See if you found out any any news, man. But you know, I was also was perusing the newspaper, bro, and I came across this eighty dollars an hour for professional cuddling. Eighty dollars <laughs> yeah, an hour? Can you know, man? That the finesse that would be. Cuddling. Eighty dollars an hour. So I was talking yeah. to one of the homies. I was talking to one of the homies at work, and I was like, man, what you think about this? Me changing my profession, become a professional cuddler. But I'm gonna, but I'm gonna change the game because I'm gonna charge more, more money for them late night times. So it could be booty call so, hours, and and it could be like she could be like a side chick or something like that. So I'm gonna raise the price from going from eighty dollars to one hundred sixty dollars an hour because you know you got to think you get them you up texts right. So you so you said oh, all yeah. right, what are you up texts? That went no, nah, I'm gonna be on call. So instead of eighty, that's that's during the day. But at nighttime, that mug got the price got to go up because you about finessing and getting this bread. So you know it's you know it's it's a type of prime it's a premium service. So if you're gonna be the color yeah. after after what ten or oh, they say eleven o'clock and then open at eleven o'clock but but looking for some legs a club and some legs yeah. yeah oh well then that's when that's when you call call me for cuddling I come over there so, bring you some fruity moscato play some scissor and I'm good to go. I think that's a hell of a I think that's a hell of a business move. You know, I, I I read the article and uh, had I had a discussion with with my wife about it, um, and we we kind of you know it was it was a open discussion but kind of like a playful banter. So, uh, man, shout out shout out to my wife. We have the most craziest conversations at random times. So, uh, we were talking about this, you know, cuddling for the cost or whatnot. So, I told her, you know, they were charging eighty dollars an hour. So I told her, for me, like, that that would kind of be my special or my deal, $80 an hour. 
if I was going to do like a half hour session or twenty minute session or something like that, I would charge like like twenty four dollars an hour. Just a little bit of a bump up for a lesser price. But that way, I'm drawing folks in to say, hey, I want to get you know more bang for my buck if I just get the eighty dollars an hour. So like we were having this back and forth conversation. She felt that it was kind of shady uh, that <laughs> for me to to say that, but. I told her, being the businessman that I am, I'm always thinking about the dollar. I'm thinking about the business. So we we began to it, it, the conversation kind of spiraled into the quality of the cuddle, the the, the type of cuddle, and that sort of deal. So um, it def, it definitely is a, obviously there's a market out there for it. So um, so many people must be very lonely or. Oh uh, yeah, know, they just they they just want they just want that body contact. They, they want that know, comfort of the touch. Maybe even that skin man. on skin, so you never know. <laughs> so yeah, but I well, um, in the article they, they said everybody had full clothes on. So I think, but not to cut yeah. you off, I think it's more, I think it's more people just to want to, to be wanted and not really in mm-hmm. a sexual way. That's why I said as a businessman, it might be a young lady who doesn't want she doesn't want the pressure of sex. No sex going on. Right. You just want the company right. of someone uh, to be intimate and not intimate in the sex. In a sexual in a sexual manner, so you come over. So here's, you know, a, so here's, a, here's a question. Here's a question for you for that. So in, in this sense, it's kind of a, it probably would not be viewed in such a derogatory way. But being that in, these individuals are just looking for comfort or looking for companionship or something like that, is it, it would it be looked at or viewed differently from like an escort? Someone is just saying, "Hey, I'm here for companionship. I'm trying to provide that for you. I'm just a professional cutler." You know, that's that's what I do. I'm I I, I, mean, I think I'm if it's like an escort, if you're just going out, I don't see what the I yeah, don't see no, what the issue is. No, I mean, because it's no, like if, no sexual, no hanky panky, no none of that. Straight no, legit. No, I don't. I see that, and it's also I was I read somewhere years ago that how like there was something about how babies sometimes they they did a study on babies that were born to like addicted mothers and how they would try mm-hmm. all these different things, but they brought in old women, and they would put the baby on the bosom, and how babies would improve. It's be able to get that physical touch and that love. I think it's Absolutely. the same thing as a fact of a, as, as a, a capacity. thing. Yeah, think about it. Yeah. Think about, like, all right, you know, you got kids, right? Say, for instance, your son, he busts his head, right? He, gonna, he mm-hmm. go to you or his mama. He wants that comfort of touch from his parents. I mean, yeah, in this situation, yeah. it's, I think it's if it's no, because when I was in an article, it was very interesting. In the Indianapolis Star, for those who don't know, it was the per the people both were clothed. I mean, you know, and they uh-huh. showed like a picture of the lady holding her. It was just more like if if somebody has ever watched that Ayanya, uh, build my life, or, yeah, like you know, yeah. yeah, changed my life when she, you know, sh- you know that she sit back and, and put you on them big old mammy and those, those mammy uh, breasts. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's, you know, held and holding and comforting somebody. So I mean, I thought that was very interesting. So, you know, it could be you can now you definitely know. definitely a good business move, man. Like I oh, said, yeah, I mean, man. There's, there's obviously uh, you take the physical, you know, again, non-sexual with the physical touch and physical comfort for someone, but there's obviously some some emotional things there um, for that individual. So you know. Being an individual with my background and and interpersonal skills, you know, I could spend that and and start to charge for some counseling sessions or something like that. So there there can be a whole business model, you know, that that comes from this. Oh yeah, no doubt. So this, you know, I just thought that was very interesting. So you know, on the Grown Manage podcast, we like to give y'all different things to start off the show with. So you Absolutely. know, this. And you know, let us know up on the on the on the, the the Twitter and and you know the email and whatnot. Let us know what you guys' feedback is, what your thoughts are on on you know the professional cuddling. Uh, the, evidently, there's a market out there for it. 
Before we get, yeah. before we give it, go any further, man, I want to give a special shout out, a really, really big shout out to um, one of the most important people in my life, uh, somebody that that I care for uh, more than my own life itself, and that's my son. Uh, yeah, my son, Young E, man, the young Evanster, man, he turned six years old today. So I want to definitely give a big shout out to to my son. Love him to death. Um, he had a great birthday. Um, he he's coming into his own and developing his own personality and um, getting quirky and you know sometimes he's very serious about certain things and it's just interesting to see him go through through all of that and it's crazy that he's already six years old doesn't even seem that um, that it's been that long but definitely give a happy birthday and a big shout out to my son. Um, I love you, my I love you, son. And you know this is this is one of the things that, that I do for us and I, I do for you and I just want to make sure that you are given your time. All right, man. Shout out to Evanston Steel. Shout out to Evanston Steel. Hold your head, man. <laughs> Uncle, hey, Uncle Mike, gonna, you know, in a few years, was he six? About, you know, give him about, about 11, 12 years, you know, Uncle Mike can tell you about West Coast Productions and the, and the wonderful world <laughs> that, opens it, that will be ahead of you when you'll go off to college. So shout out to, to the young guy, Evanston Steel. No doubt, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, man. So let's get to that down Trump news, man. So I'm sure everybody's seen it. Trump yesterday met with Putin. Yo, he was out here wilding, man. He's like, you know, he's talking all that tough guy Tony stuff to everybody else. Yo, my man was punched over. He couldn't look Putin in the face. He went across, he went against our intelligence. Did you see him wink at Putin? Right. They had a footage that he yeah, winked at my man. Like, damn, dog, yeah, what does he have that. on you? I saw that. Yeah, I don't. The, one of the, one of the things that, that stood out for me is the fact that he went against our own um, central intelligence. You know, the various central intelligence agencies that we have, and and kind of you know downplayed what what, what we were doing. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. is, you talk about America and how great it is, and how much you're going to make it great again, and this and that, and, and protesting and the flag and all these other things. But yeah, you cower in the face of this individual, uh, Vladimir Putin. And turn against your own country. If if that's not a form of, of backsliding and treason, I don't know what is. I mean, you you are the president of this nation. You are the leader, and you turned your back on them that's on this platform. So um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, it, 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 he just never ceases to amaze me um, on many fronts. Um, number forty five. It's a special kind of guy, man. Yeah, he just he, it's just like man, all the tough guy Tony stuff. Then he came back on the news today, if you guys haven't seen it, and he was like, "Oh well, I misspoke." No, man, they pulled you to the side and said you effed it up. You got you got to go ahead and fix this. Yo, my man, I don't know what they have on them. I mean, I've been reading different things of you know, I'm not I'm not really a conspiracy theorist type person, but of how money got laundered from Russia to different organizations for for the GOP campaign, and I'm not really going to go too far into it because I need to see some more reliable sources. <coughs> Excuse me. But, man, it's like, what does he have on you? I think there's already some money. That, I think some, some money, you know, they've already said that they've kind of invested in some of his properties in the past. But what do they have on you? I mean, I know they had the yeah. dossier where they had the alleged golden showers and all that stuff, and that's alleged. Yeah, but it something, has he, to be he something, got something on there. got pictures, some video, something. Something's yeah. up. Something's up, man. So it's crazy, man. So before he went with Putin, yo, my man was over in Europe. You know, he was out here just being mad disrespect all over in the UK. You see him like walk in front of the queen. She was showing him how to walk oh, with the yeah. corn. 
Yo, my man walks in front of him, so all you see is this this orange face, this big gut, an ill-fitting suit, and some horrible hair. <laughs> and you see the queen, like, you know, tango behind him to get it back on the side. Yo, I ain't never yeah. seen a president with a punch. I mean, he's just, he, like, he's a horrible-looking individual. Yeah, man. Very, very awkward. <laughs> yeah, he definitely has that look of, like, I pay, I pay to play on every occasion. So, <laughs> hey, man, like, come on, you, you know, you really think that this dude got enough game without throwing up, like, him, him, like, trying to, trying to sit back and step to a woman or coerce her or whatever he might want to do, that money's not thrown down? That's probably the first thing before he became oh, president. Yeah. yeah, man, he ain't got no, no, look at the way his suits fit, man. He's horrible looking. He looks hey, man, bloated. Ties, like, his, his tie comes like he comes down to his kneecaps, man. Hey, man, that tie <laughs> look like he gonna get. That tie look like he gonna hang from the gallow. I think they use that tie to hang Saddam Hussein. Yo, I ain't never seen a tie that damn long. It's wild, hey, yo, dude is out here wilding. But hey, yeah, man, man. he's so, showing up his, man. Yeah, man. So let's let's get to the extra mayo, man. So it was a lot of it was a lot of mayo this week, man. So you want the you want the first one, or the uh, second. one? Tons of aioli. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going with the second one, bro. That, that, All, right. That one <laughs> All right, I'll take it. So the first one goes out to Morty Matson. For those who don't know, they was calling him Coupon Kenny on the internet. He was at CVS Coupon and Kenny. he called. He called, uh, he called uh, police on a black woman, uh, Camilla. Let me let me catch her. Make sure I catch her. Hudson. black. Yeah, what's her name? Hudson. Camilla Hudson. Oh, Camilla Hudson over a coupon. So, you know, CVS, they got some people up out the paint. But the thing is, you, well, I always say to vote, and I'm not telling you to vote for him, I'm saying to vote. My man is running for city county, city county alderman in Chicago. So this wow. is who you might. Yeah, so this is who, I write that on the route. So this is who might be representing your needs. And uh, we have a few listeners in Illinois. So I'm just saying, I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just saying that these are the be people. Be aware. Yeah, these are people aware. who have who, who want to move in the public sp- in the public space. So we don't have Ottomans really in Indiana, but Ottomans is a one of the first steps in building yourself in the political machine in states like Illinois. So that's always be aware, man. So a lot of extra sandwich spread and aioli on that one. But both sides, I'm gonna let you jump to the Bro. to the second one. Hey, man. So I'm so so the extra mayo and and the aioli comes from. Uh, a gentleman who was at, at a at a, a gym uh, playing a pickup game of basketball, um, and he called the police on a guy, an African American guy, because he felt like he was fouled too hard during the pickup game. And the footage is hilarious. Uh, he, I mean, the guy is getting straight trolled by everybody. That's yeah. number one. But number two, I think the cops' responses were just as funny. I mean, they there there's video footage of the guy. He like. The cop literally was disgusted. I mean, he gave the Drake side. He gave a side yeah. eye. Like, the cop had this. Like, <laughs> you, he's like, you got to be kidding me right now. And he even said that. He, they, they asked the cop, you know, this is the first time you've been called out for a hard foul? He was like, absolutely the first time. And, yeah. you know, he was like, it's, it's something new every day in my line of work. I mean, he just, the cop was visibly disgusted. And then to see, like, the, the guy trying to explain himself to the cop, and then trying to avoid the, his buddies were trying to avoid the cameras and all. That. It was just yeah. kind of like, hey, are you kidding me right now? So we're, we're all literally here playing a pickup game of basketball, and you want to call the cops on me because you felt like you got fouled too hard, Bruh, Come on, you you need to you need to be wiped up off the court just like you wiped that aioli spread off the bun. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole lot. Of, I mean, it's it's 
crazy out here, man. It is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, man, you that get was top, so You get cops called on you for, for using a coupon. For you, it's not like you were trying to steal. You were being aggressive. You know, I'm going back to Camilla Hudson. Like, a, a coupon? Yeah. Like, really? This is what we're doing? I mean, just imagine it. And then going going back to the guy in the gym, man. Like, you know, uh, what 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 happens uh, if you get if you get a hard back screen or something like that? Yeah. I mean, what, are you gonna just are you just gonna lay out and say call the ambulance? You know, I've been assaulted. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, like, pick, so pick what him off the floor. I mean, to, as man. a man, yeah. as, as a man or any type of an adult, it's bad. It's a contact sport. Now, if a dude come up there and snuffs you, or you in the air, he just pushes you and you get yourself hurt. That's a whole that's another thing. thing. I think it was yeah. over. I mean, it, it's 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 basketball. It's contact. I've been elbowed. I mean, it's part of it. It's 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 not like anybody did anything malicious because ain't nobody gonna be doing right. that at LA Fitness. And my man who who got the police <laughs> calling, my man had on like two shooting sleeves on. So I don't know who the hell he thought he was, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, he was it's he, just, he, he 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 looked like he was looking for his uh for his YouTube break. He was he was ready yeah. to go. Bro, nice if you don't take your, if you don't take them damn man. summer if you don't take them damn summer league arm wraps on and sit your ass down at the LA right. Fitness, oh man, I just was so disappointed, so so damn disappointed, man. man so about, I played JUCO, I played JUCO. Yeah, yo, I played JUCO, ended up going down to I played I I played you know junior varsity ball. <laughs> I, next thing I played freshman yeah. B team, aka I <laughs> played was- in the. Uh, what do you call it, man? We don't make the team. Intramural, intramural team. Yeah, you know. So, you know, I was just on the team to fill to fill out the uh, fill out the what's his name, man. So, shout out, shout out to them. But man, let's go ahead yeah, and get man. to the damn Twizzler, bruh. Man, I'm gonna start off with the. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the first one, bruh. So this goes out. This goes out to those of you disrespectful views on Grown Manage podcast. Now be that MF Papa John. Papa John's back in the no, news, y'all. Papa John's back, bro. Papa John said they made him say nigga during the com- during the conference call. Can you imagine him? You know, probably be like, you hear him compare himself? He said he's not Colonel Sanders, bro. I think Colonel yeah. Sanders was born in like eighteen ninety. You know what I'm saying? Colonel Sanders dressed like a like a Confederate floor, uh, a Confederate war like hero. Yo, that should be the easiest thing on your block. Yo, he's like they forced me to say nigga. They forced I'm like, me to say it. I'm like, was it like on the was it like on the boondocks? Can a nigga get a pencil? Right. You know, are we right. regardless with our funds? Nigga, 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 nigga all day. I'm like, yo, Papa, <laughs> your pizza's already trash. You trash. You're a repeat Twizzler getter. Why are we hearing from you? Like, Papa, just relax, man. They just took the right. name off like, the stadium. Bro, calm down. In the name off of like local places, you know. I mean, but you know, they said Papa still got, you know, they said I was reading online. They said he still owns thirty percent of Papa John. They said that mug is worth like over five hundred million dollars. So if I'm Papa, all right, I ain't I ain't the head honcho at Papa John's no more. Do you really give a damn? I'm still gonna be in the crib, nigga this and nigga that. I'm mm-hmm. not Colonel Sanders. I mean, you know, yep. man, Papa been speaking in code for a long time. That anthem protest is showing. So yep. you know. So yep. Papa John, I'm gonna go ahead and give you that Twizzler. So I know you like to put the garlic sauce and the peppers and the pizza. So I'm gonna go ahead and and put the garlic <laughs> sauce on the pepperoni. Twizzler and, and the pepperoni and the Twizzler. And this, you go ahead and sit and spin, bro. So Bowtie, you can go ahead and handle the second yeah. one, man. Yeah. So Bowtie is giving his uh, his Twizzler award to, award to Patricia Edeline or Edeline. I uh, really don't really care how to pronounce her damn last name, but she's getting the Twizzler. She's an individual who 
uh, spray-painted, Hail Trump, and niggers keep out uh, on her neighbor's home in Toledo, Ohio. Uh, so, again, this, this is just more uh, individuals that are following and supporting the, the, the jargon and rhetoric that, that our current president is spewing, the venom that he is spewing. For you to be bold enough to spray paint something like that on, on your neighbor's excuse me, on your neighbor's home is just ridiculous to be that bold and brazen, number one. Number two, this is just a, another sign and, and another reason of why we have NFL players that are protesting. We have several different um, individuals that are speaking out, different groups of individuals that are speaking out and protesting in cities all over the United States um, against this type of hate and more. Um, so, Patricia, uh, you can definitely get you can get that Twizzler, you can get that how how Trump uh, salute type Twizzler, that bad boy that's about uh, 127 years old, stale that you know you can't even bite into. You get that type, you get that Twizzler, stick it right across your forehead and, and, and wear it proudly because it's despicable. You're despicable. Um, I don't wish bad on anybody, but. I hope that her employer catches wind of this and takes action. I hope that the, the, the local Girl Scouts and the Walmart and everything else that she's associated with, go ahead and bring a lot of light and attention to, to Patricia, put the spotlight on her ass and make her feel real uncomfortable so that she can keep out of all of our minds and our social media and all that. She deserves no more time than, than, than she's already been given. The only time she deserves is, is the negative spotlight to, to make her life a little bit more hellish like she tried and, and hateful that she tried to put on uh, these these individuals in her neighborhood. Hard times. So right, hard times. Yeah, man, hard times. Oh yeah, she had warrants too. So Al, man, it's yeah, funny that the neighbors, but the neighbors, uh, the neighbors in that story, the neighbors called her on their security cam. They said they heard the, the you know, as you know, when you yeah. spray paint something, you make that sound. So right. you know, the thing is, you know, with Patricia, she ran from the police. You know, I'm thinking Patricia. If the hue of the complexion had been different, Patricia could have been shot in the back. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a little. Just, you know, as, as we talk about this and make jokes about everything else, you know, certain people who are a different different color, things different things happen to them. But man, so let me ask you this: So we all Patricia and Papa John. They sitting on this and spinning on the Twizzler. Did you see my man Chicago take the two piece man in the subway station? No, I missed this. Oh, yo. <laughs> somebody, so he saw my somebody man. The oh, yo. So check this out, right? So my man, he, the white dude, calls my man a nigger. Oh, man, dude. You know, nice size brother there, and he's real calm. Yo, my man took off his work shirt. He took off his glasses and put them in his pocket. He slumped my man. My man fell over the track. <laughs> he fell over the landing onto oh, the track. Oh, wow. And they was like, no! <laughs> then they picked him up and my man hit him again. He was like, call him all the motherfucker, nigga. Yo, he was out of there, yo. And I say he got slumped. Yo, he got slumped. Yo, number one, you oh, better man. always stay stay ready. You know, say, well, you ain't got to get ready. Bruh, that man taking off his work shirt and the glasses, and you just out there walking with some flip-flops and an orange tank top looking like Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Man, if you don't get your ass on, yo, I'm not an advocate of violence when it comes to stuff like that. If you calling people these racial slurs, you don't get, you start getting slumped. Yo, so my man got slumped, man. It's like his body was this. When I say he got slumped, slumped. All you seen was his head <laughs> loose forward and fall over the rail, fall over the landing. And the wife was like, no! 
Yo, man, he got Wow, I'm going to have man. to try to find this video footage. <laughs> hey, yo, man. man, it was crazy, man. Hey, but so, hey, you, if you out here bumping your gums that strong and, you know, all that type of stuff, hey, you better be prepared. That's just is what man. it is. You want to call somebody a hateful slur, you know, a nigga yeah. or any other hateful racial slur or sexually derogatory slur, hey, you better get ready to get slumped. I saw, I saw a video of an individual harassing, excuse me, harassing two transgendered individuals and he got molly whopped by, by one of the transgender individuals. And I'm, when I say molly whopped, hey, he got he got drug. Uh, hey, boy, again, but like 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 Mike J said, so you, you, if you're out here spewing you you out here spewing hate and going at people, hey, you better be ready to back it up, man. Yeah, I ain't. I don't feel bad at all. You spend that. And I'm not advocating. Get... I'm not advocating violence at all. I'm. I'm not doing I know, that at all. Advocating, but, but I don't feel bad. Sometimes call for you defend. You defend yourself because these individuals, the individuals that you're talking about in the video I saw with with the transgender individuals, they were blatantly being harassed and called derogatory names. And there's only a certain amount that you can you can take. And all. Yeah, hey, sometimes you got to unleash on somebody. So hey, it is uh, what it is. Man. So we're gonna talk about sports. So we're in the fade talking, giving. So what do you think about Pac Man fade, my man, in the airport? Hey man, hey. For first, if I had thought Pac Man Jones, hey man, he never took the backpack off during this whole time. He had nor did he take the fanny pack on. off. No, he, he didn't take out the didn't off. take out the fanny pack. So so this this dude uh, that was that, that that caught the fade by Pac Man, he looked like the great value version of Montel George. That's number one. He was. <laughs> He was he getting was, getting the fade. This is how we do it. <laughs> hey man, hey man. He was like, you gotta get your groove on, and then got stole on. That's all it was, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, Pac-Man Jones. Hey, shout shout out to him because uh, apparently this gentleman was was uh, either either made a wrong move or or, or physically touched uh, Pac-Man Jones' lady friend or whatnot. Either oh, way, no, no, he was said just, something to him. I think he said something. Oh, I think he, he called. From what I understand, uh, um, you know, this is second, third-hand information. He said, Carl said, Pat Man sucked in football. Pat Man said, I got the money. And I think uh, the dude said, Carl Pat Man, you know, and this is an international fighting word for everybody. Call him a bitch-ass nigga. The times, if you ever call him a bitch-ass nigga, you be ready to die for that. Yo, yeah, he sit back we, and then Pac Man's girl tried to step in. Let me ask you what what her his girl should have did. Let me tell y'all this: what the girl should have did at first. Pac Man had on a backpack, he had on a fanny pack, but he also had something else in his left hand. And you do you know what else was in his left hand, Bowtie? I I didn't see what was in his left hand. I missed that. His in his in his left hand was some Popeyes chicken. What she should have did is she was a ride or die. Hey, shout she out to Popeye Popeye's Popeye. chicken. Now, that's my shit right there. Those who know both are fresh know I ride or die for some Louisiana fast. <laughs> now, let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. She should have been like, hold on, Pac, Adam. Cause she called him Adam. Chill out. Don't do this. But let me grab the chicken instead. Pac-Man dropped the chicken on the ground. Now, let me ask you. Oh. Had you seen? So had, no, he dropped it. It was still in the box. Had, say, for instance, you seen Pac-Man in ATL Airport. He was ahead of you in the Popeyes. You know, Pac-Man ain't even had a chance to eat the chicken, and he drops it on the ground. Do you take Pac-Man's chicken? <laughs> I'm curious because I might. You know, hey, ATL man. Airport is expensive. I might if I know hey. Pac-Man's nasty hands ain't touching. <laughs> yo, when Pac-Man is serving my man a fade, I'm scooping that bad boy up like Barry Larkin, like with the glove, the MVP candidate, and I'm walking on to I'm walking on to uh, 
And, and, to, and to my part of the airport, I'm going to smash that bag on Louisiana Fried and go on about my damn day. And then, and then pop hey, cakes, you know, what happened with the fight? So I just wanted hey, to know you that. Know, you know, for Pac, Pac, Pac-Man Jones, you know he had the three-piece spicy wing, too. Mm. So you know he was ready. You know he had the spicy wing. So I probably would have been inclined to do the same thing, man. Shout out to Pop Pies and that, that three-piece spicy wing. Woo. Hey, man, I got to go. I, I, I got I got a little bit more. I got more engine to feel, so I got to go with the four piece, man. But uh, let me ask you this: <laughs> So, my man, yo, the dude's trying to swing a pack, man, and like, I don't really want to understand when people think they can beat up professional athletes. These dudes running the uh, yeah. like in the running the walls and stuff. Basically, what you call people at full speed for 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 sport for to get paid yeah. and they work out. You think you really gonna beat up a five ten Pac Man Jones? Yo, this dude is five right. ten. He come from the I think from the West Side ATL. Pac Man went through some stuff in his life, and people love Pac Man oh, yeah. as a teammate. That man cried after they lost in the damn playoff game. You really think you are gonna disrespect Pac Man like that? Right. Pac Man didn't even hit all. my man. He didn't even hit Montel Jordan he didn't flush. flush, and he, he still didn't slumping. hit great value Montel Jordan flush. Yeah, Yo, he didn't hit him flush. This dude thing hit the Dude was sitting on the ground down there Indian. Yeah, sitting on the ground down there Indian style, like waving his hand back and forth. Man, like, my man fell on the ground like he fell on the ground like Glass Joe. Yeah, he fell on the ground like Glass Joe from from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yeah, man. Yo, man, it's like I said, man. Do not run up on these dudes. You will get run up and get done up. It's just man. Why? Yeah. I mean, and you lost your job. Nah. So think think about how his day started, bro. You in the airport, you make, you know, you you doing whatever you do in the airport. And I'm not going to say anything slick about your job. But, you know, you doing what you need to do. You had on an orange right. or yellow vest, so you at work, you know. So you think like, damn, I'm going to go to work today. Damn, I see Pac-Man. I, had, I get into this incident. So I done got faded on that, on, faded, and so I done went viral. I lost my job, and I done got arrested. And Pac-Man mm-hmm. is, 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 is the victim. Right. And then, you know, only thing that Pac-Man lost was maybe his hand hurting from hitting dude on the chin and dropping his Popeyes on the ground. And, and then Popeyes, Popeyes they should have gave him a, a fresh batch. Pac-Man, we yeah. saw that you had to drop our wonderful fried chicken on the ground and everything go else like this. Go ahead, and give me, go ahead and give me this, some of this spicy and make sure you get honey and stuff for the biscuits and give me some of that Louisiana hot yeah, sauce on top of it. That's what should have yeah, happened. Yeah. And I'm throw advocating for that. I'm always advocating for what was right. Throw me the extra red beans and rice, man. Yeah, man, I am a cult. You know, somebody called me a hater earlier. I said I am a cultural. Oh well, I said I am a cultural something. I forgot. It's been a long day, you know. But shout out to the homies at work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was throwing some insecure slander. You know, that's also coming back pretty soon. But we'll talk about that oh, later. Oh yes. Hey, hey, man, I was throwing I was throwing shade at Daniel today. Shout out to the homies. Oh, why you throwing shade hey, at man. Daniel? Oh man. Oh, Daniel was a sucker in season one, bro. Yo, well, man, if yeah, you're smashing my girl on, on the low, then why, I mean, I'm going to keep smashing her. Why would I sit back and blow up her spot? I mean, I get the goods, and I ain't got to deal with none of the other stuff. Let that dude Lawrence yeah. be up in there, the one playing babyface for you and everything. You know, getting your getting your videos wiped off the internet, man, please. But yeah, man, yeah, so, true that. Some, true some crazy stuff with Pac Man. So, yo, man, it's, it's the World Cup ended. France won. Go ahead, man. Give me, give, give me your thoughts of the 2018 World Cups, man. You know, sum it up for us. Hey, man, the 2018 World Cup was a, exciting, entertaining, full full of drama. Shout out Neymar, you know, drama, you know, queen right now. Um, but but shout out to France for winning the World Cup. Uh, again, they they were my my second my second team. 
uh, favorite team. Of course, I, I wanted Brazil to go all the way. Um, it was full of surprises. You know, uh, Messi was out early. Um, of course, Brazil lost. Um, um, Argentina lost. Um, you know, it, it was it was a very exciting World Cup. Lived up to all of my expectations and more. Um, I'm definitely happy for France winning the World Cup. France has numerous uh, numerous individuals of African American descent. I believe they have uh, uh, Pogba and and um, I can't think of my other guys. Eighty percent uh, of the eighty percent of the team is, is, uh, is African from African nation. They have they have four or five individuals from the Congo, two individuals from from uh, South Africa. Um, yeah, so definitely a shout out, definite definite uh, black excellence being represented. Um, and I, and I loved it, man. They played hard. They played the right way. Um, they had they had a few moments where it kind of looked a little sketchy right now, but they where it looked a little sketchy, but they overcame, man. So shout out to those brothers. Shout out to them. It was a well fought, well deserved uh, World Cup for them. And like I said, it, it was it was entertaining, man. I I, love, I caught as many games or as many matches as I could. Um, followed along, tried to watch other highlights. Um, but and for those who I know in the U.S., is, uh, soccer is picking up uh, slowly but surely in popularity and 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 and, and uh, play and things like that. Um, hopefully, the real football, which is soccer, will overcome this bullshit that's going on with the NFL. Um, because it, I think people just need to understand that it is just as exciting. It is uh, just a, just as much of a skilled game. Um, you know, as something like basketball, it's exciting as far as the contact. It, it a lot of folks don't see that. Not or don't so like fast, very... my friend. At the quote, the great <laughs> Lee Corso. I, you know, I'm like it's, right it's, now, people, and then, game, I mean, I'm man. just and I'm messing with both sides. You know, the meme where the oh, dude yeah. is like everybody in the group, and they kind of like they sense and he's kind of giving that look, like I don't know, like no, that's kind of kind of yeah, my face yeah, yeah. When, he's, when he's talking about soccer. But you know. But shout out to soccer, man. Shout out to the people on the pitch, man. I'm, you know, I'll sit some Hennessy oh, yeah, for man. y'all. But well, go ahead, man. Go. So you know, you was talking about the. You oh, know, no, the man. I was just saying. Yeah, I, I, I was just saying that you know I, I see it picking up. Um, I, as a as a coach, I coach my nine year old. Uh, my nine year old plays soccer. He's a he's he's a beast out there. A lot of times, <clears throat> excuse me. A lot of times he plays left left defense, but most of the time he plays goalie. Um, so. My son is really getting into soccer. He's he's all about it. He loves the sport. You know, I love the sport. We love to watch. We love to play. Um, but I see it you know, gaining more and more popularity. Um, unfortunately, U.S. men's soccer um, is kind of mediocre right now. They've got a lot going on that I'm not going to get into right now. U.S. women's soccer, um, they they are a sight to behold when they play good or when they, when they're playing right. A lot of times they for the U.S. women's soccer team, they just need to get all on the same page. Um, a lot of times they have a lot of egos. But I love what soccer looks like in the future, and I just I hope that people begin to to take it in more because, uh, again, it's a very skilled uh, game. It takes a heck of a lot of skill, and it's, it's more uh, contact than what people give it credit for. Um, people don't realize that soccer actually has more concussions than football. Um, so, if that if that is something in itself to to kind of you know spark some light bulbs for folks, but uh, shout out to France again for for their World Cup championship. Shout out to our huge fan base and supporting uh, the fan base of the Romanish podcast in France. France, y'all always show us a lot of love every Romanish podcast, and we consider y'all family. So big shout out and congratulations to you all. Yeah, no doubt, man. 
So we all right, so we finished the World Cup, man. So man, so what do you think about Jabari Parker going to your Bulls, man? I know Bowtie, he loves the heifer, so I'm gonna let you speak, man. So what do you think, so what do you think, so what do you think about Jabari going to the heifers? I think it's a good move for him coming to the Bulls, man. You know, he's a hometown guy. Um, he's looking for uh, something to kind of re- rejuvenate, revitalize his, his career. I don't expect him to come in and um, kind of like he was expected to be when he first came into the league. I don't expect him to be this big LeBron-type superstar or anything like that. But I do think that he will fit in with some of the talent that we have. I, I feel like he will fit in with, with Mark Hainan very well. Um, I think that he can play up and down with, with Wendell Carter um, a lot. Um, I told you Wendell was going to play, I, be, I, play I, better than what you thought. I told you. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still not I told sold you, on, man. On, on I told right you. Now. I get, I give Wendell Carter. He, he, he has shown some decent shooting in, in the summer league, and he is, he has shown, and it's, he's a, he's a young guy, but he's shown some, some endurance and running the floor. Um, he doesn't seem to, to kind of tire out like most big men, which is good at the style of play that I think, I think the Bulls are going to try to play. Who, who the hell knows with fucking Hoiberg, but that's a whole other story. But I, I like Jabari Parker. I like the signing. Um, it also gives um, with him coming. There's not a lot of weight. Uh, again, if people know that I was very critical of us throwing all that money at, at Levine because, again, he's, he's just a guy that can jump right now. That's all he's really been proven to do. So, um, but I, I do like I do like Levine's defensive uh, intensity. I do like the fact that you know he's trying to progress even after his his knee injury. Um, so I like I like I like Jabari Parker's pickup, man. Bring him home. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can get something going. Maybe some of these young fellows can entice. Um, I'm not going to say a big name or marquee free agent next year or anything like that, but maybe we can bring some respect, hopefully, uh, back to Bulls basketball. Um, and fuck Gar and Pax. They need to be fired. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> oh, man. You know, man. So, like I said, man, good move. I'm telling you, man, I don't mind a Bulls fan, but Wendell Carter's a lot better. If he, if, if, uh, if my man wasn't from, uh, Marvin Bagley wouldn't have been there, he might not have put up Bagley's numbers, but he'd have been 18 and 10. It's two big guys without Duke didn't have any shooters. Where you, you know, they mm-hmm. only had the best shooter was a Grayson Allen and the point guard yeah. didn't shoot. I mean, there's just yeah, it's it. too much, man. It's just these guys they pick these colleges, and sometimes like I want to go to Duke. I'm like, well, you want to go somewhere where your game is going. If you go one and done, you want to go somewhere where your game is going to be able to be shown. And I don't think he, I think honestly, I think Wendell Carter could be a young Kevin Love. They've been out of Bulls. They need it. They need a shot blocker to go along with it. They don't have any guys right. like blocking the rim protection. And see that's, but, that, I, see, that's that's my thing. I, I think they I think that him and, and Lori are kind of the same. You know what I mean? Like they they both kind of have that Kevin Love. They could be a Kevin Love type. Uh, and we don't. We they, neither one of them defend the rim very well. Neither one of them move well without their feet. Uh, Wendell Carter's a little slight in 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 build. You know, so he's going to get bullied around by by some of the true bigs. Um, I'm not sure that he can step out and kind of – maybe he can, maybe he can't, but guard those, uh, you know, the, the the Anthony Davises and the Cats and those type of guys because they can stretch the floor. So I, I'm, I'm hopeful, but to me, for me, Laurie and Wendell are the same type of player. And we just I, I needed think, a guy that we need some compliment. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think there's Laurie can a little more fluid. And he can play. They think they can play together. They just need another. They just the Bulls need this talent. And at this point, yeah. you have yeah. to draft talent. And you know, and I'm like I said, man. I if the personally for the Bulls, 
excuse me, that's my thoughts about them. Just like that's like I belt stuff <laughs> drinking ginger ale. That's my thoughts on the Bulls. But as a basketball purist, hey, you got to get you just have to get talent together, and you kind of worry about fit later because the Bulls are on a highway; they really go nowhere. I mean, you kind of Zach Levine. You kind of had to resign him because you trade. That was the key piece to get to trade Jimmy Butler. So you couldn't let him just go to Sacramento for nothing. And you're like, oh well, damn, wasted. We got Chris Dunn and Laurie McCann for for Jimmy Butler. So this is one of those things, man. But I'm telling you, man, Wendell Carter's gonna be a lot better, you know, long as the Bulls develop right, you know, they have, they've they've struggled developing talent here lately, and that's I think yeah, that's from an organizational standpoint, especially when they're like the third biggest media market. But you know, I've spent enough yeah, time. We've spent enough time on on them hoes. So uh, let me ask you a question. <laughs> so you know, did you see LeBron? Yeah, he came but... to the something to the to the Lakers summer league, right? And you see all of them yeah, came and basically kissed the ring. If you guys like Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart, you know, those young guys who've been rumored to get, you know, to get traded, you know, for for uh, Kawhi Leonard, do you go to LeBron like, yo, can I work out with you? Can you mentor me? Do you try to get close to LeBron to stay in L.A.? I wouldn't say um, I would try to get close to LeBron to stay in L.A. Um, Le- LeBron's a hell of a talent. So I would reach out to LeBron to work out with him just so I can see what his work ethic is like. You know, he's had – he's sustained – he has longevity, sustained high-level performance for a while. Um, so I would want to work out with LeBron just, just to get that mindset, just to get that, you know, get that workout. And, again, you play against the best. So if I'm working out with LeBron, you know, I'm playing against the, the the best there is right now. You know what I mean? The the best is on the court uh, right now. Don't, so, yeah, don't don't I'm, don't no 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 no. You you know you you meant you meant to say something else. You meant to say you meant to say something else. This ain't this no, ain't was, hoop. This ain't hoop. Aaron size six, and size sixty jeans and and you know and 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 run over dress shoes and all that type of stuff, looking like a black ass Lou Gossett Jr. This is the real. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure LeBron, uh, you know would like to reach out and has reached out to the greatest and, and say, hey, can I come work out with you in line a little bit? So LeBron, LeBron has he's reached out. He's talking about magic. He, he did reach, he just, he he did reach ma- out. Magic won the organization. Just talking to Magic. <laughs> no, he, he, was, he was talking no, to, magic. To, to, the, to the real to the, to the what, real what, game, what, the real what, 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 Dr. J? I mean, I know Dr. J kissed kissed uh, JaVale McGee's mom in the mouth at the dunk contest. That's a, that's oh, a little Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, that's just respect. That's a real yeah, that's I, a real I forgot disrespect. about that, Doc. That nigga probably offered her, he probably offered her a cognac and come to the room afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know. <laughs> that's about a disrespect when I was watching Beer and Mary Jane and, and Richard Roundtree took that man's wife and you know, she op- she came to the hotel room and stayed out all night and so she cheated on her husband. Yeah, that was mad hey, disrespectful. Man. Hey, you imagine, hey, man, here come hey, Richard Roundtree open up the door and she stayed a whole night. Hey, I'm sure Richard Roundtree said, you know, he brought that on his own self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why. No, it wasn't Richard Roundtree. That was, it was Richard Roundtree was her husband. It was the hammer, Fred Williamson. Yo, the hammer opened up that damn door like, yeah, you gotta get this pipe down tonight. It was wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but man. Yeah. But on a on a serious note, I, I I would reach out to LeBron, but it would be so that so that I could so that I could grow as a player. You know, I'm Brandon Ingram. You know, I'm Kyle Kuzma. I, I I'm Josh Hart. I want to grow as a player, and you know, I want I want to be a champion, and I want to you know get my game well rounded. So, uh, of course, I would reach out to LeBron, and it wouldn't be about oh hey keep me around, don't trade me, or none of that type of stuff. I, I want to work out with with somebody that's competed at a high level, 
um, regularly, consistently. It has longevity, you know. I want to I want to see you know what that work ethic is like. I want to pick that man's brain, you know. You know, I, I talked in a previous episode. You know, LeBron has great conditioning. He's kept his body up, you know, over all these years. I want to learn that as a young guy. You know, how what are some of the things that I can do to, you know, I want I want to be able to put on a suit that actually fits. I don't want to look like a Steve Harvey <laughs> special. That's what I, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't. That, that's the thing. But uh, I, I'm gonna take that. I understand getting. You know, I'm gonna, I understand you talking about that, but I'm also I'm not gonna lie, bro. If it come down to me playing for the Lakers or going to San Antonio, yeah, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like one of Kendrick Perkins cats, like how them had them cats be around Michael Jordan, like you know they was always around, like the Cliff Levingstons <laughs> and Charles Oakleys and all those other type of cats. Oh, yo, I ain't about sucking up, but I'm more like yo, let me be in the end circle. So if you want to trade somebody, yeah, you you gonna be looking down the line at somebody else. And the fact of, you know, I'm sorry, L.A. or San Antonio, that's not even a question. You know, yeah, I'm like, yo, I, I, I go to the club, I'm like, yo, you know, are you a Lakers? Yeah, shout out you to know, Texas. You know, ain't no diss to Texas. You know, shout out oh, to no, Texas. Oh, no, there ain't no diss to that, but, no. though, this is L.A. I mean, you know, it's like the premier franchise in the NBA. I mean, that's the Lakers. I know. So, you know, it'd be kind of hard. It'd be kind of hard to be like, I'd be like, Brian, I'm like, yo, I'd be like, yo, Bronny, man, move over, man. You know, I'm spending the night. You know, hey, yo, man, hey, bro, hey yo, man, hey, hey, Bronny, go get me a blanket. You know, you got you got company. I'm going to teach you how to shoot the J, kick it with you. <laughs> you know, LeBron act like he all them cats daddy anyway, so he might as well be up in there. But, man. Shoot it. So, yeah, shoot it. <laughs> All right, man. So we're gonna transition to, to power this week, yo. You gotta watch it, yo. Yo, they had fancy from Jamie Foxx on this on this week, yo, getting piped down. Oh, word. Oh. So you I know she was in it. Got an episode. Yo, man. <laughs> so I'm watching it. And you know, Ghost, my man, Ghost is trying to go legit, trying to get his investments going on. So basically, so she was like, "Nah, I'm too rich for my blood." So Ghost met with her individually. Next thing you know, they start flirting. She's like, "Bring the bottle." Next thing I know, I see I see go a ghost down there eating that maltow, eating, eating that Taiwanese food, <laughs> you know, at below the navel, <laughs> getting getting real nasty and kinky with it. <laughs> and then I think he sealed the deal. So shout out to hey. that man. It was it was crazy this week, man. My man Tommy, that's the that's the white guy for those who don't know. His dad was in prison. His dad setting him up to get out early, basically get his son ran up to you know set his son up so he can get out early, man. And then my man Fifty Cent, Kanan, yo man, he's every every episode Kanan has these ill quotes. So it was like, yo Kanan, like why are you? He's like, did you see my son around somebody? He's like, man, I ain't the little nigga. I ain't supposed to be around the little nigga. Man, I was on the damn floor, bro. He's, I mean, the way I see Kanan Fifty Cent is like I see him talking to Tony Yayo, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, and the G Unit officers. Man, that Kanan Fifty Cent character. I don't see too. I don't see it deviating too much from real, from the real Curtis Jackson. But man, I'm gonna go no, ahead no and doubt, give y'all man. the five who deserve to die in episode three. And number one would be Teresi. <laughs> I talked about him. Hey man, you got to man. It's just always <laughs> there's always a list. I rank them. It's like your top five MCs, top five players, the top five goats. It's top five people from Tower who deserve to die. Number one is Teresi because yeah. he's a rat. Number two is Dre because he's a rat and he's he's worse he's he's horrible. Number three is is uh, the guy who's running for the, uh, governor that'd be Tate, Ghost's business partner. Well, Tate is as slimy as he wanna be, you know. So that's the Lawrence Tate. Number four is Mock. He's one of the uh, district attorneys out there in New York trying to take everybody down. We always got some smug type comments. And number five 
Tyreek Nesco's son. Last week, you know, Tyreek had dropped out the rankings, <laughs> but this week Tyreek is back. And y'all probably like, Mike J, why the hell are you advocating for teenagers to die? Well, damn it, some of the stuff you do, you deserve to die. You, you basically, your auntie got, got your twin sister killed. You drinking lean, you drinking lean last season after another man's cup. That deserved to get you punched in the chest at least 16 times. Now, after this, you deserve to be back <laughs> in the top five, man. So, Tyreek, you are back. number, 16 times. <laughs> hey, man, you got to, man. You know, it's like, you know, you want to sit back, you want to let him know. You don't want to kill the boy, but you want to give him some blows and let him know that, you know, this is how it is. Yo, man, so that's what's no going doubt. on. No doubt, list, you know, spoiler, spoiler alert, that's what's going on. Hey, hit me up. We all, you know, my top five changes after every episode. All right, man. So we're going to talk, you know, we like to talk about movies and music and all that stuff. Go ahead, bro. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, was, I said shout out I said, shout out to the top five list. I'm, I'm interested to see who dies. <laughs> oh, yeah, list. man. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so we'll talk, we'll definitely do a wrap-up at the end of the season. So, man, this week, man, has two interesting movies, two coming-of-age movies, but two totally different movies. The first was The Wood, yeah. and, and the second was Boys in the Hood, man. So... Tell me your favorite man. parts of the wood, the favorite characters of the wood. Hey, man, honestly, Wood is probably my top ten favorite movies of all time. I love that movie, man. Uh, the movie was epic. Uh, favorite scenes in that movie, uh, definitely the scene where my man was practicing dancing. <laughs> he had that oh, giant yeah. stuff rabbit. And his yeah. came in and called like, you think I'm sexy? He was, <laughs> yeah, he, he was, that was probably one of my favorite scenes. Um, Another one of my favorite scenes, uh, excuse me, from the wood was when they were all adults and they was in at Nia Long's house, <laughs> and my man Tay Diggs was like trying trying to get back at trying to get at Nia Long, trying to get back at her, and she was just shooting the fade like the whole dag on time. Yeah. So uh, that that was one of my favorite scenes of that movie. Uh, I like, of course, I like the, the the infamous butt grab scene where they was in high school and he went grabbing yeah. you know little chick's butt kind of. And my man licked his thumb. Yeah, and made this it. big giant loop. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> ran this big giant loop and went and just went and he went all in, man. Kind of got like a whole handful or whatnot, yeah. cupped it and everything. She, so that, those are probably some of my stand, some of my standouts here, because they were funny and it was things that you could directly relate to in those scenarios. Like you remember your first dance, you remember like, okay, I don't want to be awkward, and then you yeah. think about like, all right, you know, I'm. I'm you know, I, I might be awkward. I'm gonna be rubbing up against her or whatnot. So you yeah, know, what happens, what's gonna happen then? What happens when I get, you know, I get a little rigor mortis down bottom? You know. Yeah. What I mean? so, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? It, 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 all that stuff is things that you could relate to, and you know, it, it, that's that that movie is is a classic for me for both top fresh. That easily one of my top ten movies. I could watch it if it came on right now. I'd be watching it until it went off, and it'd be tired as hell for work tomorrow. Yeah, I love the wood, man. I like my actually my low key favorite was Stacy. Stacy made the movie because you know Stacey. you know my I, I have I had four sisters, so you know I've I've had to defend most of them in some you know some type of form of capacity with either with physically or making sure to protecting them you know verbally letting them know that no man is ever gonna disrespect them. So I felt Stacy's part when you know. You know, like Bowtie said, you know, when Mike grabbed uh, Alicia's booty, and she's like, "You're gonna have to fight my, you're gonna have to fight my brother Stacy," and then having to go in there and step to a cat and all and those type of things. But Stacy had love enough for him, even when they called him out there. You know, he looked out yeah. for him later when Mike, when they got up in the, uh, 
when they got up in the store. You know, he sat him in front yeah. and talked to him like a man, man. So I, for that, man, stay, you know, that I appreciate that. And also, Stacy had that ill, you know, easy E curl. Remember, they got locked up when they got, <laughs> oh, they got arrested. And the cop, he wiped the Stacy's activator <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I love like when wood. they was in, in the convenience store. Stacy was like, yeah. hey, man, you want something? You want something? <laughs> you want some he said, hey, homie, that's my name. He said, Stacy? That's, like, that's my name. <laughs> oh, man. And also, the feels funny, the, the, the tough guy, Tony Cat, had bitched out. He was like, man, shut up, Stacy. <laughs> right. Sit your ass in the back. Oh, man. He said, sit your ass in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, it was a class, that's a classic movie, man. One of my favorite movies, man. For real. Yeah, man. So another movie that came out this week was Boys in the Hood. Totally different because it was like a, you know, I feel like we're doing some Siskel and Ebert type stuff. But this is a really different look on, like, on on gangbanging and that type of life. It's coming up with people from kids and then the impact of, you know, the father being in the house and those who didn't have that. And it was just, bang, I, mean, it was just, I mean, yeah, it was crazy, man, just to watch that, man, watching it. I think it came out, I think I was like six or seven when it came out. But, you know, mm-hmm. my favorite scene in Boys in the Hood, Ray was lying to his daddy about getting some booty for the first time. He was talking about how he had her up in the, had her, had her up in the crib and everything, you know, talking about they could smell the sex on him. <laughs> like, damn. Oh, and, man. And, Another low key part of Boys in the Hood is like when Furious, he was like, Yo, did she? He was like, Trey, did you bring me over to that barbecue? He was like, Yeah, no swine. He was like, Yeah, he's like, No oh, swine. Yeah. Oh, girl. He said, Oh, girl could always cook. She would have got some. She knew how to how to not run her mouth. It's <laughs> <So> like, Damn. <laughs> Yo, maybe that maybe that led him to the inspiration to be Ike Turner a few years later. And what's love got to do with it? Because he said that real hey, smooth. <laughs> shout, so out shout out to man. One of my yeah, favorite actors, Fisburn. man. Yeah, but yeah, man. And I also wonder, like, why when Ricky was an All American running back, how come he ran in a straight line when he got shot? Like he didn't dip hey, or man, do anything. I, I, dude, I said the same thing. Like he didn't, he didn't have no cut step, no jump back, no, no counter, no nothing. Man, he just ran in a straight line. Like, bruh, come on now. Yeah, come on. <laughs> straight line, man. And then like they took him to the crib to die. So it was just, just sad, man. So you, you know, you see that, man. Just to see how everything go on, man. And then also, you know, Boys in the Hood also provided a, a great uh, gif when Chibi Gunner Jr. is, like, punching the air and everything before, you know, he, you know, when all, all, all the stuff happened with Ricky and everything, so, Rick, oh, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's a, both classic movies, man. Both of them keep you a different type movies. of feel. Boys in the Hood just makes you kind of sell them, makes you think. The wood is just, like, I'm entertained through the whole thing, so. Yeah, well, thoroughly. <laughs> all right, man. So man, let's jump to another album that came that came out 21 years ago, and that would be Missy Elliott's Super Duper Fly, her first one. Man, so before I even get to the favorite songs, let's get to the impact of this, because you know we both knew who Missy was. She came when I was on a, doing doing a little the, being on other people's songs and writing and everything. But I think mm-hmm. production wise, her and Timberland it was like a game changer. What do you think? It was. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely agree. It was a game changer, not just from the production. It was a game changer from creativity. It was a game changer yeah. from thought. Her her cadence, her flow, the singing, the rapping, the 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 going back and forth. Like she changed a lot. She changed the game a lot. I mean, like there was there was so much that this album impacts. Like I said, the creativity um, of 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 her rhymes, the creativity, the creativity of her cadence, and how she chimed in and pronounced certain words. Uh, like I said, the production was. Killer production was fire. I mean, this, this to me, this album is a classic. 
in all facets uh, of of the word classic, man. This this album was definitely, to me, for 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 Bowtie Fresh, it was iconic. It was it was a game changer, for real. Yeah, man. So give me your favorite, some of your favorite songs, man. Oh man, uh, my one of my favorite songs is a uh, Friendly Skies with Genuine. Hey man, I yeah. still bump that like that. That was that was a banger for me, and I still love that song. Uh, Friendly Skies. Um, I like Socket to Me. Um, of course, I like Can't Stand the Rain or the Rain is what they call it or whatnot. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I liked. Um, oh man, what was the name of the damn song? Yeah, it was Her and Aaliyah. Um, uh, Best Friends. Um, yeah, I like that song. But like I said, fr- Friendly Friendly Skies and uh, Socket to Me and Can't Stand in the Rain were probably my favorites. Um, Beat Me 911 was cool. Uh, I think that was with, uh, I can't think of that girl group that was with her. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that 702? 702, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, was 702. That, that was another joint that was on there. Yeah, that was another good joint that was on there. So, yeah, man, what about yourself? What do you like? Oh man, this is production wise and this creativity. I mean, they were in sync. It's nothing better when you get an artist and a producer. And I mean, of course, Missy, she produced too, but some of the beat maker and them, they were just in sync. You very rarely get that yeah. one person producing everything and it is too this in sync. Uh, I think this, that the whole double time of the music and everything else, the cadences, the production. Mm-hmm. You know, Whitney. I mean, basically, Missy was like twenty years ahead of her time. Oh yeah, I mean, man. So just to, just to hear that, and then be able to go back to the singing and everything else, and then like being a game changer, and then like and the the music videos, the creativity, all of it. For me, man, oh, one yeah. of my favorite low key cuts was "Hit Him with the He." I like Sakatumi. I like the rain. I like "Beat Me 911." Uh, I like the intro, the uh, that bust the bust the intro. Bust the rhymes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that I mean, I'm damn near the whole thing is just like it's just like it's classic, man. Yeah. So just to be able to to go through something like that, man. So I'm hoping that Missy gets her flowers. You know, she they they did something on VH1, but I think Women of Hip Hop or something like that. He did a tribute to her, so I'm hoping that she'll that she'll get like she deserves like a, 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 a MTV Vanguard because this is what she's done oh, besides yeah. the music, but the music video. So hopefully she will get. She would get her just due because you know sometimes black artists on mainstream levels don't get our just due, but hopefully she gets. Oh just man, due. I forgot about another cut, man. You remember that 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 cut? Why you hurt me? Why you hurt me? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Why you hurt yeah. me? That hey man, that was another joint, man. Yeah, she Why? has some has some cuts. <coughs> Excuse me, but man, so another CD and this and this comes out we're a little early, but this is something I really want to discuss because it's something that you know impact of our lives. We were 17 years old. That's Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare. So this mug came out <laughs> our the, the summer of our sen uh, summer of our senior year oh, in high school, yes, 1999. I think it came out like July 27, 1999. And this was Cash Money was like and, and before I preface this, Cash Money's had four major runs. The first one was the the bounce type stuff. The second one was, you know, when they, you know, signed like Lil Wayne and uh, Juvenile and BG. And the third one was mm-hmm. Lil Wayne kind of going solo. And the fourth one was the Young Money thing. So we're in the midst of this, to me, the best run of Cash Money. Well, my favorite is the second one when the Hot Boys and Big Timers and Juvenile, all that stuff. Yeah. That, that, sets, yes, sir. that sets the scene of guerrilla warfare. So, man, both sides, uh, tell, me about the, tell me about the impact of this. Hey man, Guerrilla Warfare was impactful, man. Like the it, it it 
it was one of them albums. It was one of those type of genres. The, the, the production was killer. The flow, you had BG, you had Juvie, you had a, a merging Wayne. You can't slouch on Turk. I mean, the, the, the flow was killer. Some of their, I'm not going to say creativity, but just some of the, some of the vernacular that they use, some of some of the persona, the 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 gruff slash, you know, we pimping slash, you know, we we ball a hollering, you know, what I mean that that whole they they had a good com- combination, a good a, a good melting pot, a good mixture of all that, um, and the four of them together was just it was unreal, man. So uh, it was that that album was impactful for me. I actually went through two of these albums. I listened to it so much, and it got so scratched. In my car, yeah. everybody who everybody who knew, you know, beats by the ton. Uh, that 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 had the, had the woofers in the back and all that type of stuff. But I listened to that daggone song, that album so much, I actually had to buy it twice. Um, so the album was fire for me, very impactful album. What about yourself, bro? I know you love it. Oh yeah, <laughs> we loved it, man. I had, I, I had, we oftentimes were together bumping it. <laughs> yeah, at the car, man. I was riding foreign when that mug came out, man. I got got my got my Camry, had the sunroof and everything else, man. And yo, it was just it, it was it was bang, it banged, man. From every from everything yeah. on, man. It was just Manny Fresh was in his bag, and uh, really, man, you seen like Juvenile always had a different kind of rhyme, rhyme you know, thing. All of them were different. But BG yeah. and like Little Wayne, Little Wayne was coming to his own. You know, Little Wayne wouldn't curse anything, but he could just rap. And BG yeah. was like the gave him the gutter and the soul. And then Turk was kind of just you know just fit, filled in the gaps. And that's not to diss Turk anything like that. But you know, it was a clear hierarchy, hierarchy in, the, in the Hot Boys. Man, it was just a banging album. Well, let me ask you this before I go get to our favorite songs: better album, Gorilla Warfare or Four Hundred Degrees? Oh shit! Oh man! Ugh. I'm gonna go with 400 degrees. Yeah, me too. I think degrees. I think I think the music the music stays a little. The music to me is fresher, yeah. production better, and it's it, it, it's it's aged to me better over twenty just about twenty years. That. Just about to say that. Gorilla Warfare. Yep. Gorilla Warfare was good, but I mean it's great. Don't think, don't get me wrong, but it's like it 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 didn't age to me as well as uh, as 400 degrees. Hey but, man, uh, yeah, no, no doubt, man, no doubt. But so let me give me your, let me give me your favorite cuts off that, off that hop, off that Gorilla Warfare, man. I went through like a couple of them oh, too, man. and you can't find hey, it streaming. Man. So I guess I'm gonna have to just buy it on iTunes and have it on my phone. Hey man, that that uh that, that riding, that's probably my favorite song. Oh man, Hey man, remember boys used to do that in school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, clear to say, yeah, coming about the fire with their legs bubble, yeah. coming about the trunk to make your chest buckle. Yeah, man, that um, clear to say, riding, um, help by B, you know, that BG, uh, that BG, uh, was hard. Yeah. yeah, help, help. Uh, you had that right, boy coming for you, yeah, right, respect my mind, um. Damn man, like I, it was it was so many damn songs. Like I said, riding, clear the set, respect my mind. I did like We on Fire. Uh, yeah. Okay, which one do you like uh, better, the first We on Fire or the second one? Because the first one was on was on the first Hot Boy album. The second one was the on first Gorilla Hot Warfare. Boy. I I like this one. It was on Gorilla Warfare. Like that one. That, that's probably my favorite. 
Yeah. What kind of niggas yeah. that is old as these? <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, what man. That um, similar, man. I, I oh, love help. Man. Don't, 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 get out the way. Get out the way. Oh, yeah. Get out the way. That that bad boy was hot. Was hot too. I thought she was gonna put Tuesdays and Thursdays on that mug too. On Monday, man, I, I saw <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday, sit your ass down. Tuesday, the it. Yeah, yeah. So help was one of my yeah, favorites. BG man. was spitting on that mug. Uh, clear the set. Um, we on fire. Uh, let me see. Uh, respect my mind, cause BG, cause Juvenile spit a verse. It was hard as hell. I don't know if it was a more random story. Uh, Riding yeah. was like one of my favorite songs, you know. Hell uh, let yeah. me see what else. Um, Susan I talked about that. Uh, and I also, since we was at the concert, we got twerked on. Uh, I need a hot girl because that was <laughs> oh, man, it, yeah. that, the party come on. Ding, ding. I mean, it, it wasn't like back that ass up, but it still got the party going. And BG for uh, a seventeen years old, he spit a nasty ass <laughs> verse about a chick giving performing oral sex. I was like, wowzers. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, man, but that mug had so many bangers. I definitely think 400 Degrees is still a better album, but you can't go wrong with uh, with Guerrilla Warfare, man. So I can't even listen to Let Them Burn. Let Them Burn to say that third hot boy album. Like, oh, yeah, no, nah, that was terrible. This is like, this is yeah. like something that Yadis got on the on the floor. Like, oh, bet we got some extra songs. Put, these, put a pen and pixel yeah. uh, CD cover on there, and these cats, and they're ready to go. But yeah, yeah man, it was, those were those those some bangers. Oh, yeah, man. No doubt, man. You got you got me wanting to listen to that daggone album right now, man. Man, I ran through the I ran through it at work the other day, man. So I'm, I'm gonna have to just go ahead and just break down and buy it and put it on my put it on my phone, man. Because uh, I can't since I won't be able to I can't stream it nowhere, and I don't want to. I had the disc, but I I think I went through mine. That's when I had the Pioneer in the car. You know, you hit a you hit a bump, your whole thing was messed up. But uh. Oh yeah, that damn, them damn pioneer, damn, them damn face plates that come off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you had the detachable face, man. So shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to that boy. I got the little, you know, you was doing something back in them days, man. But uh, hey man, you I think we had the detached face. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, remember before that the snatch out, boy, take that whole the radio out. out? Yep. Yeah. Take the whole radio out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, but no shout doubt, out to man. that stuff, man. The youngsters don't understand, man. But, hey, man, I think we about done, man. So, Botai, go ahead and wrap us on up, bro. Hey, man, I want to leave y'all with something. Uh, no, first and foremost, you know, thank y'all for riding with us. We, we appreciate all the love. Be on the lookout for all the all the fresh things coming from, from, from this uh, grown man-ish and our network. Um, I'm just going to leave you guys with something real simple this week just, just to kind of get you through. Uh, so, my words of wisdom this week are, without passion, life is nothing. And that stood out to me because uh, I've got a lot going on in, in the world of Bowtie Fresh, um, but Bowtie Fresh is making moves right now. Um, and I've got, I've got a little bit of drive in me, and, and I've got a passion for everything that I'm trying to do right now with, with this podcast and with some other things. And uh, that, that, that just stood out to me, and I hope that it stands out to you guys as well. You know, follow those things that you're passionate about, uh, grind hard, and, and go out and get it and make things happen for yourself. Hey, man, I second that, man. I know life can be tough, but, you know, appreciate y'all riding with us. And, you know, we just we definitely got some bigger things that we want to do. So, you know, we don't take anybody listening for, for granted. So we've grown this, you know, from, you know, doing the bumpers type thing and, you know, sending stuff out to people, you know, actually hitting us up saying they like the content, you know, so, you know, building other shows on this network. So we definitely doing this independent, black-owned, you know. We just keep wanting to keep out getting material and, you know, 
messing with us and we're just coming out shout out to all the other shows man so i'm really excited about this women's show we got coming up so i'm like super excited Absolutely. about that so shout out to them to the ladies you know for holding it down so we're definitely getting that that's the goal by this summer to get you know get them up and going so you'll be able to hear a different you know it won't be our show it'll be their show separate we might come on eventually you know sometime but it'll be their show but it'll be all on the same feed you get all the information so all the shows we all one like. family man we all one family no doubt, no doubt, man. So, all right, so we're going to get out of here. We're going to definitely try to holler at y'all. It could be, might be a little uh, hiatus because, you know, we both got little things going on. But, you know, I'm really excited for this show. So, running back, we got like 50 yeah, shows in the can right Botox now. Botox Fresh is going off the grid. Botox Fresh yeah. taking a vacation for everything. I'm going off the grid. <laughs> uh, so, so, so it might got, be. Still got, still, got, still got love for y'all. And, and, and don't be surprised if we still get an episode in because that's, that's just how much – the the passion is there for for Mike J and for Botox Fresh. We grind down. We want to give y'all what y'all want. Y'all keep telling us that y'all want more, so we're gonna give it to you. Yeah, no doubt. So I got a fun I got a fun show idea that we're gonna that we, um, I talked to Botox off off air. So we definitely got something we want to do. Maybe maybe we want to do this all super lighthearted and real full of jokes. So uh, definitely holla at y'all, man. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Remember to rate, review, and share the show. Yeah, we definitely need them five-star ratings because, you know, we're doing this independent and black-owned. So, you know, look out for the boys, and we'll holler at y'all next week. Or we got the next. That's right. We're coming back soon. All right, later. Peace. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0 so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.